Hello everyone, welcome to RLCC Radio, where you can grow in your faith together with others by listening to our daily devotionals, sermons, and other audio broadcasts. Feel free to share this tool with others. Also, join us every day as we explore God's truth together. Let's dive in. Good morning everyone. Welcome po sa ating morning Devo for today and I praise God that we can once again come together, no, bilang God's people wherever you might be. You know, kung kayo po ay uh, kung nasan kayo sa Pilipinas o nasa abroad, I'm glad that you're here. So, thank you so much for uh, your attendance. I-prepare natin ang sarili po natin to listen to the word of God. Tayo po ay magkaroon po ng uh, attitude of worship and devotion. I-set natin yung heart natin sa Panginoon. Okay? Tayo po ay mag-focus sa Kanya. And uh, by God's grace, ay, uh, uh, tayo po ay ano, uh, makinig sa ating Panginoon. Amen? Purihin ang Panginoon. Our, our topic today is entitled, Wisdom in Handling Money. No? Money is a very common theme uh, in the teachings of Jesus. And uh, this is not the first time we already talked about so, you know, aspects of money before. And now we're coming back no, again to this kasi ito yung nasa scripture natin for today. So Luke 16 verse 1 to 13. Uh, we're, we're in. Uh, Jesus talks about something na medyo confuse, confusing. But by the grace of God, I hope now we can uh, understand it. No, uh, wisdom in handling money, Luke 16, verse 1 to 13. Okay, so basahin natin yung scripture natin for today, starting in verse 1. Sabi ngayon, Jesus told his disciples there was a rich man whose manager was accused of wasting his possessions. So he called him in and asked him, What is this I hear about you? Give an account of your management because you cannot be manager any longer. The manager said to himself, What shall I do now? My master is taking away my job. I'm not strong enough to dig and I'm ashamed to beg. I know what I'll do so that when I lose my job here, people will welcome me into their houses. So he called in each one of his master's debtors. He asked the first, How much do you owe my master? Uh, 800 uh, gallons of olive oil, he replied. The manager told him, Take your bill, sit down quickly and make it 400. Then he asked the second, And how much do you owe? A thousand bushels of wheat, he replied. He told him, Take your bill and make it 800. The master commended the dishonest manager because he had acted shrewdly. For the people of this world are more shrewd in dealing with their own kind than are the people of the light. I tell you, use worldly wealth to gain uh, friends for yourself so that when it's gone, you will be welcomed into eternal dwellings. Whoever can be trusted with very little can be trusted with much. 
And whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with, with much. So if you have not been trustworthy in handling worldly wealth, who will trust you with true riches? And if you have not been trustworthy with someone else's property, who will give you property of your own? No servant can serve two masters. Either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Thanks be to God for His Word. Purihin ang Panginoon. You know, the way we handle money reveals our true values, di po ba? Kailangan magkaroon po tayo ng wisdom pagdating sa paghandle po ng pera. This is, of course, part of our daily lives, you know? We receive money, we give money. Money is part of our daily, uh, you know, uh, life. A lot of uh, Christians lose their way Kasi na, they disorient sila when it comes to money. They start loving money instead of loving God and others. So just like what the Apostle Paul said, they pierce their hearts with many sorrows because they fail to handle money in a way that is glorifying to God. Now, kailangan natin ng pera, pero masigit natin kailangan ng Panginoon. Kaya kailangan matuto tayo magkaroon ng wisdom, no, ng karunungan at katalinuhan sa paghandle ng pera. So manalangin po tayo as we look into God's Word uh, this morning. We want to talk about, you know, how do we practice wisdom in handling money. And this morning, we are going to look at three principles, amen, from this passage. So let's pray and ask God for His guidance as we uh, meditate on the Word of God. So magang ito. Sige po, let us all pray. Father, maraming salamat sa iyong biyaya. Lord God, first of all, I thank you na nag-on muli yung aking PC. Thanks be to God for your grace. And salamat din po, Lord, for those who are able to attend today, bagamat may mga problems sa Facebook. Uh, Lord, I ask, O oh God, na in spite of all these challenges, tulungan mo kami, Panginoon, tulungan mo rin ako, Lord, that I may uh, preach your word in season and out of season. I pray that you would anoint me, Lord, with your Holy Spirit. I offer myself, O oh God, as a living sacrifice to you. And may you be pleased to use me, Father, in accordance with your will this morning. Speak through me, Panginoon, and use me so that your name will be glorified, your purpose accomplished, and your word proclaimed. I also pray for everyone na nakikinig, Panginoon. I pray na wala pong hindrance on their side. I pray that they can hear clearly. And most of all, by the grace of God, I pray that they may receive your word as well. Panginoon, maraming salamat po. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy. Uh, we praise you and thank you, Almighty God. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. So this morning, we want to talk about three principles for handling money with wisdom. So first of all, you know, yung nga yung storya dito, you know, as we see, it's a bit uh, parang 
you know, challenging because uh, it's telling us about a a manager that seems to be, you know, on the surface, parang doing something uh, that is wrong. So, uh, and then the Lord Jesus is using that as an example. So, you know, medyo confusing done, right? But let me give you the first principle and then let's look at the story. The first principle is to pursue life-giving relationships, not money. Ang ibig sabihin nito is that we must not be money-focused. <laughs> si Manny Pacquiao, no? Hindi tayo nakafocus sa, sa pera. But instead, we are to develop our relationships with people. Of course, starting with our family, and then our friends, and our churchmates, and then of course, even those who do not yet know the Lord. Sa madaling salita, may maraming tao ang na-out of focus pagdating sa pera. Now, they become so concerned about money na yung mga relationships nila nasa sacrifice na, no? nawawala na sa ano, atensyon nila. So, yung marriage nila nasisira, yung relationships sa pamilya, sa mga anak nasisira, nawawala na ng time with friends, wala ng time with churchmates, and definitely wala ng time to reach out to the lost. So, parang domino effect na yan. But I want us to look at, uh, you know, before we look at verse 8 and 9, let's look at the story first from verses 1 to 7. Okay? Sabi ganyan sa verse 1, Jesus told his disciples, so the, the, Jesus is teaching using, once again, a parable or a story. There was a rich man, sabi ganyan, whose manager was accused of wasting his possessions. Now, the word that is actually used, no, Yung translated dito na wasting his possessions. It's the same word that described yung, uh, the younger son, the uh, parable of the prodigal son, if you remember. You know, he also did the same thing. So it actually represents a kind of lifestyle na wasteful. O ibig sabihin, hindi tamang uh, pangangalaga ng mga bagay-bagay. No? So this is a general description of this manager he was not a good manager in other words he was you know doing things that are wrong uh, now we are not told specifically kono yung ginagawa niya but uh, you know it's not necessarily na parang you know mautak lang siya it would appear i think based on the context nito that he was overcharging people. In other words, uh, you know, minimisus niya yung kanyang position to try to make money for himself. And I think that's the context here, no? Rather than yung parang binibigyan lang niya ng malaking discount yung mga tao na may utang sa kanyang bossing. So let's continue on para maintindihan natin to. So he called him in and asked him, What is this I hear about you? Give an account of your management because you cannot be manager any longer. So, you know, kinonfront na siya ng manager niya. Now, the manager said to himself, What shall I do now? My master is taking away my job. I'm not strong enough to dig and I'm ashamed to beg. So, na-imagine, you know, what would happen to him once mawala na siya ng trabaho. And he cannot, I uh, imagine, uh, he would have to work as a 
laborer, no? someone who, who digs, o kaya someone who has to beg. So, hindi niya na picture sa isip niya na yun ang kanyang kahihinatnan. So, sabi niya sa verse 4, I know what I'll do so that when I lose my job here, so inevitable na yun, mangyayari na yun, mawawala na siya ng trabaho, people will welcome me into their houses. You know? So, he called in each of his master's debtors and he asked the first, so these are just examples siguro, there are many debtors most likely. He asked the first, how much do you owe my master? You know, 800 gallons of olive oil. That's a lot. Siguro, you know, according to some commentators, this is equivalent to about uh, two to three years of uh, wages. No? So, malaking pera ito. Now, the manager told him, take your bill, sit down quickly, and make it 400. So, kalahate. Now, simply, kung, without the context, isipin natin, wow, laki naman ng diniscount niya. Di malulugi yung kanyang uh, pinaka-boss. But, you know, that's one possible way of interpreting that. But another possible way, which I believe is more correct, is that um, most likely, ito yung patong niya, no? Ito yung kanyang mga, you know, trying to take advantage kasi pinagkatiwala na sa kanya. Ganun naman talaga nung araw. Usually, uh, this, by the way, this is usually a slave, no? Na who's taking care of the financial aspects of someone, uh, you know, uh, who has uh, trusted him. So, either itong tao na ito is, uh, this manager is someone na, Parang ilalagay niya lang sa disadvantage yung kanyang boss. Or this could be parang fino-forgo niya na no? yung kanyang uh, commission. I think that's most likely. Although there, there's nothing in the text that would tell us exactly what is, what is going on. Uh, eventually, yung point naman will still be the same as we shall see later on. Pero sabi sa verse 7, Then he asked the second, And how much do you owe? A thousand bushels of wheat, he replied. He told him, take your bill and make it 800. So again, you know, we can actually interpret that to mean na parang, you know, pinapalugi niya na yung boss niya or parang fino-forgo niya na yung kanyang pinatong. Uh, again, napakalaking pera niyan. Uh, some commentators say this is equivalent to maybe 9 to 10 years of labor, no? Yung halaga nito. So it's a big amount, Okay. So, sabi sa verse 8, and I think it's, this is the main point, regardless of how we take the, the story, whether yung, whether yung manager is somebody na parang inaagrabyado lang niya yung kanyang boss, or he's simply parang letting go of all the commissions na dapat mapapa sa kanya, you know, just so he will have a good favor with, uh, with the debtors. I think that's, you know, more likely. But again, you know, we cannot be sure. Sabi sa verse 8, the, the master commended the dishonest manager because he had acted shrewdly or wisely actually. For the people of this world are more shrewd in dealing with their own kind than, than are the people of the light. In other words, yung mga tao daw sa mundo, arang mas wise pa in terms of yung paghandle ng pera compared to, you know, the believers or the disciples. 
And then here's the main point in verse 9. So regardless of how we take the story, ito yung sabi niya, I tell you, use worldly wealth to gain friends for yourselves so that when it is gone, you will be welcomed into eternal dwellings. So, sa madaling salita, here's I believe what the Lord Jesus is teaching us this morning. Pursue life-giving relationships, not money. Palagaan mo yung relationship mo with your wife or your husband. Wag puro pera ang inaatupag. Palagaan yung relationship no, with your children. Make time for them. Wag lang puro pera. Make time for friends. Make time for churchmates, you know, small groups. Uh, bigyan natin ng orasyon. Wag lang natin parang lagi idahilan na meron tayong trabaho o meron tayong kailangan asikasuin. Make time to serve the Lord. Make time for reaching out to the lost. Minsan sa sobrang obsessed tayo na magkaroon ng pera, nakakalimutan natin na yung pera na yan, hindi natin madadala. You know, kahit saan. We, well, you know, this this money thing that we are so obsessed about, you know, ginagamit lang yan, hindi yan minamahal. We are to focus on the Lord and His purpose for our lives. So I think that's the first principle. Pursue life-giving relationships, mga kapatid. If right now napapansin mo na nagkakaroon ng maraming tension sa mga relationships mo, maybe yung priorities mo are, you know, not correct right now. Hindi naman masama na magtrabaho, maghanap buhay kasi kailangan naman natin yan. Pero huwag tayong masyadong nakafocus doon na wala na tayong enerhiya for the things that are truly vital sa atin in the long run, which is our relationships. Pag tayo ay dumating na sa kahuli-hulian ng ating buhay, we're not going to look for our money. We're going to look for the people who are close to us, whom we loved and who loved us back. Yan yung mga tao na we would like to be with even until our last breath. So huwag tayong ma-focus sa pera mga kapatid. Gawin mo lang kung ano yung dapat mong gawin para kumita o magana buhay to provide for your family. But don't overdo it, no? Don't overdo it to the point na talagang plastado ka na pagdating mo sa bahay at hindi ka na makapakinig sa naisikwento sa'yo ng anak mo or magkaroon kayo ng quality time with your spouse. Let us not become so consumed about money that we forget the relationships all around us. Amen? Now, the second principle is to practice Faithful stewardship of money. Kailangan isipin natin ang sarili natin that we do not own these things. This is entrusted to us. We are simply ano, stewards. Yun ang ibig sabihin ng stewardship. Ikaw ay, you know, manager lamang. That's why the story is all about management. Now, let's look at verses 10 to 12. Sabing nito, whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. Now, this is an important principle. Unang-una is the idea na ipinagkakatiwala lang sa atin. 
ang anumang kayamanan na meron tayo. It's, it doesn't belong to us. It's not ours. It's simply being trusted. Now, whether malaki yan o maliit, the Lord Jesus is saying na kailangan maging tapat po tayo. Kasi kung hindi po tayo tapat sa maliit na bagay, paano na kapag malaki? For example, kung ang kinikita mo ay maliit lang, 1,000 pesos, kunwari, tapos hindi ka makapag-practice ng tights, you know, for 1,000 pesos kasi feeling mo parang mawawalan ka na ng pera. Hindi ka rin makapag-share sa iba. Hindi ka rin makatulong. So, how would God give you, or why would God give you 10,000? Or 100,000? Or 1 million? Kasi sa maliit pa lang, hindi ka na mapagkatiwalaan. Again, sabi ni Jesus, So, if you have not been trustworthy in handling worldly wealth, who will trust you with true riches? In other words, what Jesus is saying, and this is important, makinig po tayo, ang kayamanan ay hindi lang yung pera. There is more. And the kingdom of God, you know, is full of riches that are, that are not, you know, uh, financial in nature. Kaya nga, sabi ni Paul one time sa Philippians, you know, God will provide all your needs according to His riches in glory. So, mayaman ang Panginoon at hindi lang sa pera, higit pa dun. So, Jesus is saying, Kung hindi ka mapagkakatiwalaan sa simpleng bagay, you know, sa pera lang, how can God entrust you with more? And then finally in verse 12, And if you have not been trustworthy with someone else's property, who will give you property of your own? So here the principle that Jesus is trying to drive at is the principle of faithful stewardship. Dapat unawain natin ang sarili natin, mga kapatid, na ang pera po ay pinagkakatiwala lang sa atin, pinapahawak, siyempre para sa mga pangailangan natin, but also so that we can become channels of blessings for others. We can give to the church, we can give to people in need, we can give to missions, you know, we can give to those who are serving the Lord. We can be rich in giving, in fact. And that is true riches. Kasi if we cannot give, uh, you know, pulubi tayo. Sabi ni Jesus one time, you know, it is better to give than to receive. So sa madaling salita, kapag tayo ay pakabig lang ng pakabig, we're not practicing faithful stewardship. Kailangan matuto tayong mag-share. We have to be rich in sharing rather than parang accumulating. Now, God will entrust us with more, you know, as we uh, become faithful stewards. Kasi channel lang tayo eh. So, if we, are if we are becoming good stewards, you know, we support, we give to the work of the Lord. Yung mga workers, sinutulungan natin. Those who are doing the work of God in different places, you know, we do our best. Of course, hindi naman ating kayang imit lahat ng needs. That's for sure. The Bible does not say na kailangan lahat tulungan mo. But at the same time, God wants us to be rich in good works. Okay? Kailangan yung riches natin, di lang yung pera. Kundi yung riches natin, yung, yung generosity of our hearts. So this is the second principle. 
Kasi pag hindi tayo marunong maging steward, mawawala lang yung counting pera na meron tayo. Because ang source ng lahat ng tunay na kayamanan ay ang Panginoon. Okay? So, there are three principles. The first one is pursue life-giving relationships, not money. The second one po is practice faithful stewardship of money. And the third one, of course, is the most important. Prioritize loving and serving God, not money. Amen? And so we see that in verse 13. Sabi, no, sabi ni Jesus, No servant can serve two masters. Either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. So magtatalo po talaga yan. You know, unless we decide in our hearts that God comes first, then money surely will come first pag hindi natin pinag-ingatan yung puso natin. That's why many, many Christians who have not made this fundamental decision sa puso nila, they get carried away by all kinds of passions and desires to accumulate, to become wealthy. Maraming mga kabataan, for example, who when they were young, okay, used to pray a lot and you know, they would always be in church worshiping the Lord, serving God in ministry. Kasi wala pa silang trabaho. Wala pa silang income. But then, by the grace of God, nagkaroon na sila ng trabaho and then they tasted yung, yung pera, you know, they started earning and without being careful kasi hindi nila nagawa yung fundamental decision of serving God first and foremost, unti-unti yung heart nila is being, uh, you know, attracted away from God's kingdom into the kingdoms of this world. Kaya isa sa mga sad reality, marami mga kabataan na dati active sa church, when they become young professionals, they forget their priorities, uh, and so instead of loving people, you know, loving God pala, and then loving people, serving the Lord, wala na sila, hindi mo na makita, wala na silang iniintindi kung di paano aasenso, paano kikita. At ang common refrain nila lagi is, uh, well, you know, pastor, wala na akong time. Now, for sure, siguro, yun talaga yung reality, kasi nga, uh, probably as an employee, yung kanilang pinagtatrabahoan is trying to get as much from them as possible. Kaya the, the company will demand so much. Kaya nga, I always, uh, you know, advise people, hindi naman employment lang ang only choice when it comes to uh, earning a living. Pwede rin yung entrepreneurship. In fact, I would recommend that more than employment. Kasi yung entrepreneurship gives you more time, you know, for yourself, for for loving relationships and so forth, for serving God. Si hawak mo yung oras mo eh. Be an entrepreneur. And there are many ways of doing this. Some of us siguro are just afraid at gusto natin yung security ng swelduhan. And I understand that. But maybe that's the deeper issue. Yung trusting the Lord, no? 
uh, I know na when you venture into entrepreneurship or self-employment as it is sometimes called, minsan challenging siya kasi hindi sigurado, but all the more you have to trust God. And the good thing about that is that hindi ka alipin ng isang kumpanya who's trying to get all your time and all your energy. Anyway, that's just my suggestion. My point is this, whether employ, employee ka or entrepreneur ka, you must prioritize loving God and serving God, not money. Amen? This is how we can become wise. Once more, ulitin ko po yung three principles para wag natin makalimutan. First of all, pursue life-giving relationships, hindi po pera. Amen? Intindihin natin, wag natin i-sacrifice yung relationships natin para lang sa pera. Pangalawa, practice faithful stewardship. Maging good steward po tayo. Mag-ipon, i-balance natin yung gastos natin, wag tayong gastos ng gastos. Tapos maging rich tayo in giving no, and sharing. Tapos prioritize loving and serving God, not money. Make sure na hindi mo nako-compromise yung time mo with the Lord, yung Sabbath mo, yung rest mo in God, yung uh, devotion mo sa Kanyang Word. Kasi kung yun ang nangyayari, maybe you are in the wrong job. You should pray to God. Kasi hindi na yun hanap buhay, ano? hanap patay na yan. Maybe you should trust God and say, God, would you lead me to a better employment? Kunyari, kung gusto mo pa rin talaga ng employment. Or maybe you can ask God, Lord, can you give me an idea on how I can be self-employed but I can have more time to serve you and to love you? Huwag lang tayo malimitahan. Remember, ang priority natin sa buhay is to glorify God. Hindi to make money. Okay? So, here's the main point I believe that the Lord is giving us today. Being wise with money is a sign of faithful discipleship. Kasi actually, this story is addressed to the disciples more than anything else. Bagamat may mga Pharisees and teachers of the law sa paligid ni Jesus. Pero ang tinuturuan niya talaga dito yung kanyang mga followers. So being wise with money is a sign of faithful discipleship. Sa Tagalog, ang pagiging matalino o marunong sa pera ay tanda ng tapat na pagkadisipulo. Amen? So, wherever you are, kung magkano man ang kinikita mo, huwag ka mag-focus sa pera. Be wise. Magiging matalino ka o marunong ka sa paghandal ng pera. Remember, mas mahalaga yung mga relationships mo kesa sa pera. Tapos tandaan mo, steward ka lang, tagapamahala. So, be faithful. Huwag kang gasos ng gastos. Matuto kang gumamit ng pera sa tamang paraan. At pangatlo, unahin mo yung pagsuserve ka Lord, paglalove ka Lord. Develop your relationship with God. Hindi yung puro pera na lang iniintindi mo. So I hope and pray na nakinig po tayo sa umagang ito. For the Lord wants us to be set free from the love of money. Amen? So let us all pray. Dear Lord, patawarin niyo po kami na minsan na out of focus kami, napupunta yung attention namin sa pera. 
instead of sa'yo at sa mga relationships na mahalaga sa buhay namin. Patawarin mo kami, Panginoon, and Lord, i-deliver mo kami sa mga maling pananaw. Una sa lahat, Lord, tulungan niyo po kami, we pray, for the grace to uh, really uh, pursue life-giving relationships. Um, wag namin hayaan na makompromiso o wala Lord, ang mga relationships namin sa buhay. Lord, pangalawa, tulungan niyo po kami na maging wise at faithful steward sa lahat ng pinagkakatiwala mo sa amin na pera. Nawa, matuto kami mag-ipon, mag-invest, gumastos ng tama, at higit sa lahat ay mag-give o mag-share sa iba. And last but not the least, of course, tulungan mo kami, Lord, na huwag namin makompromise ang relationship namin sa iyo at paglilingkod namin sa iyo, Father. Dahil lang sa trabaho, sa pera, o whatever, negosyo, Please help us to have the right priorities in life. This is our prayer, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen and Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you were encouraged and edified to continue following the Lord and growing in your faith together with others. If this content helped you, consider sharing it with others. Also, if you would like to support this ministry, please visit solo.to slash rlccphil. That's solo.to slash rlccphil. See you again.